All right. Now are we live? I can't tell. Is this working? Yeah. It's, it's so going. awkward. Oh, we're hey, we're live. <laughs> okay. It's definitely going to get less awkward. Tell. Is this working? Welcome to eCourse Adventures Live. Blair. Nice, Brad. Way to go, man. You should see this guy under pressure. Uh-huh. I'm sweating bullets. <laughs> he's sweating bullets. Actually, he's not sweating bullets. That's because he is a master. Cool so, as a panther. Yeah. Look yeah. Look how this new setup is. <laughs> Pretty special. Larry, do you want to give us a tour of how this thing works, or, or do you just want to throw some surprises in as we go today? Well, I don't know. So pretty much we, I've spent this last week getting this set up all nice and pretty for you. Um, it's been a bit of a learning curve, as many of the things that we've taken on over the last few years are. And uh, But it's been really nice to apply the lessons that I've been learning on graphic design work, bringing that in through different multimedia channels. So now we're using this program again, OBS Studio, uh, which is a freeware for both Windows and Mac, I believe. And it just allows us to broadcast um, this podcast, you know, whatever we call this, this stream, the show. Show. And um, yeah, so it's kind of cool because I get to have multiple channels, multiple inputs. So we've got a camera in front of us here, these these microphones to give a better audio feed. We've got Mr. Andy Freest on the channel here. Uh, He's going to... um, yeah, we're going to chat with him a little yep. bit a little bit later. Yep. And um, we've missed him. Yeah, but it's kind of cool because you can see up at the top corner right here, we've got this really cool emblem. I've been having fun creating that. And then, boom, down below, we've got this thing called a ticker, and we can just do cool stuff and give you, I don't know, it makes it look, look pretty professional. Yeah. We're not sure what to do with it quite yet, but yeah. it's kind of neat. We're like our own CNN for eCourse Adventures now. Yeah. And we have this really cool logo. I mean, yeah. this is the logo I've been thinking of for quite some time. And where do you see like the actual banner design that's going to go on the homepage of the new eCourse Adventures site? This has been in my brain for a long time. And this gentleman over here has the ability to take what's in my brain and put it on websites and stuff <laughs> and in media. So I'm, I'm excited to see this next stage of, of the development of eCourse adventures come together. <laughs> well, Blair was getting the show ready last week and setting up all the branding and figuring this stuff out. Um, I joined uh, a mentorship program about three months ago called the uh, Venture Accelerator Program uh, out of Victoria, BC. And so it's basically a coaching program for startup companies and CEOs. And uh, so I've been working on our executive summary and our pitch deck, and we've got our first pitch, investment pitch this week to raise a round of funding, um, which is really exciting and kind of nerve wracking. And it's been a huge learning curve for us um, to just go through all the legitimate stuff around financing and um, spreadsheets and budgeting and really spelling out what we're here to do and, and showcasing our business model in as few words as possible. Um, so I'm pretty stoked. I think later on in the show, after we chat with Andy Freest, we will dig into the importance of having your business model set up and knowing what your business model is, because I know there's a lot of you out there that uh, you're just here creating courses, but you don't actually know what your entire business model is. So we'll get into that conversation a little bit and share some of the lessons that we've been learning as we've been going through this process and much, much more. But 
let's talk to our special guest, one All of the right. co-founders, eCourse Adventure Guides of the great eCourse Adventure, the dude that helped get all of this going. He plays the role of Master Zen Teach in the great eCourse Adventure, and he is uh, a genius, brilliant, creative artist on the internets. And uh, Andy decided to leave eCourse Adventures uh, almost a year ago, and then it took about six months to spiral out into his next chapter of his journey, and he's been up to some amazing things since then. So, uh, Andy, can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear there, Good Mr. To Bradley. See you, buddy. Mr. Andy Freeze <laughs> in the hole. <laughs> he's back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Mr. Freeze, how do you do, sir? What, uh, I mean, there's so much to cover. We've got like 30 minutes with you. <laughs> um, I would, I, I think, like, you know, people would love to hear from you what inspired you to leave behind the mountain to go on your own creative vision quest. So maybe catch everybody up to speed with with where you've been at and, and what inspired you to go off on your solo journey. Yeah, I will. I will do that. So. I guess where to start? <laughs> this conversation has been a long time coming. Like, yep. Yeah, where yeah. to? How start? are you, Andy? Yeah. Oh I'm, yeah. And I'm, Andy's I'm, getting married on Thursday as well. And he survived the Woo! volcano. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll just do a quick little kind of uh, recap of <laughs> recent events. And remember, and we only have half an hour. Yeah, it'll tie in well with uh, <laughs> with how I got to to where I'm at. Nice. But anyways, yeah, I'm getting I'm getting married on Thursday. Um, which is awesome. And that's uh, going to be a huge rites of passage in many ways. Um, I also just uh, got through hosting our, our audio alchemy retreat, which many of you uh, are aware of, or, or, you know, have heard about it, but long story short, we did a, a retreat for about 70 people, music producers um, here in Hawaii. And uh, there was lots of exciting stories that happened within that, that, um, I'm going to have to, yeah, definitely be careful because uh, this could easily tangent and turn into a three hour, uh, you know, uh, story or quest, but long story short with that, we actually, I know you guys are probably familiar that there is lava erupting in Hawaii right now, mm -hmm. taking out neighborhoods and stuff. Well, that's my neighborhood. And, uh, during the, the lava started erupting the same day that, that we started the retreat. So that was coinciding with the retreat and we ended up actually having to evacuate our 70 person retreat and move it to a renew retreat center mid retreat which was quite the experience um but yeah it's it's been uh trying times lately i guess is a good way to put it and has been really forcing me to realign myself to my highest vision of myself and my i guess my highest purpose on earth and so you know that that carries through to my decision to leave great e-course the uh, e-course adventures and pursue music i mean music has been my sort of heartbeat or the foundation of my life since since i can remember sounds it's like a something. year of alchemy <laughs> yeah it's been you know i mean my first before i could even talk i was playing the you know banging on pots and pans and then uh i was put in music le or, or piano lessons and then guitar lessons i mean music's always been it's been the constant of my life and so um a couple of years back a friend of mine started a started the audio alchemy retreat which is basically just a, a retreat in hawaii for music producers to get together and collaborate and learn and grow and 
um, just kind of step into the next level of their creative game and path as a as an artist. And that was kind of coinciding with my work at the Grady Course of Venture. And it got to a point where the the retreat started to be so successful that I that I had to make a decision of, you know, what what am I going to focus my time on? And I felt like my focus and my time was being divided between these two things that I loved so dearly. And um, it really ultimately came down to this decision of like, you know, what what is my highest calling on on this planet? And it's undeniably music. So the hard decision eventually came, you know, about a year ago that it was time to for me to sort of tr- uh, transition out. And we did that slowly. And I was kind of um, helping on the back end and helping Brad kind of take the reins and stuff because I was really the person that handled all the tech stuff. So that was a that was quite the process and, and it taught me a lot about just letting go and also handing something over to somebody else that I usually am the person, you know, it's, for me, it's really easy to kind of have control over my domain and my technology. So it was definitely a process to kind of hand over the keys to everything that I had created with the Grady Course Adventure, hand it over to Bradley and Blair. Um, but yeah, it was really good. It's so, been quite a year, eh? Like just reflecting yeah. on everything that we've gone through and, and you know, when I, first heard word of you deciding to leave it was just like oh shit like what does that mean you know (laughs) (laughs) me too i had that same reaction (laughs) yeah i was like okay we had something really special going on and um so i'm really grateful that you've you know you decided to put as much time and effort into your second highest calling um and but it's been really exciting watching you take that step and um and the success that you've been getting now and yep. just what that means by following your your highest highest passion. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you know the the funny thing about it is that I'm not I'm not not in the e-course or education industry anymore. It's it's that I'm just applying myself in a way that's much more in alignment with the truth of who I am yeah. and what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. Um because we still, you know, we are creating online courses, we're creating training material. The retreat itself is a transformational experience that, um, you know, there's a, there's a syllabus, there's a certain uh, flow to the whole thing. And we, you know, reveal knowledge in a, in a particular way that is conducive to people actually becoming new people through the experience and they go home as new humans. And that's, I mean, that happened in such a profound way. This last retreat, um, it was just uh, yeah. in May. It, it's so funny too, um, looking back at when you and I first started connecting and working together um, years ago, and I was helping you do some visioning stuff. And what came up for you in the visioning stuff is exactly what you were doing now. <laughs> you just kind of went on this side mountain journey to get to where you're at. And, you know, when, when it came time for you to weigh out the two options, I mean, it was definitely clear that, that music was the best path for you. And the question was how, and, and I'm really uh, grateful <laughs> and, and amazed at just how we were able to um, both move our separate ways in a really supportive way and to keep yeah. the friendship and to, keep the business relationship and to still like want to see each other grow and and evolve into whatever it is that we're here to do with our businesses in life Mm -hmm. yeah it's the the whole e-course adventure experience for me i mean it was my great e-course adventure right like literally 
that was my adventure and it was a bit of a business boot camp and you know really got me to a deeper understanding of online education and the possibilities to create experiences on the internet um, and i feel like that we're just now barely scratching the surface of what's actually possible yeah definitely um so, i just want to say two quick note um my the website audioalchemy.com it's actually .io that if you go to .com it'll it'll lead you to I, oh, a, diff a different company we'll fire yeah. the producer as soon as the show's <laughs> over that's all good <laughs> yeah there's a there's another audio alchemy that's like it, this company that creates um like amplifiers for sound systems and things and i they actually don't even use that name anymore but it's kind of funny we actually just a side note when we picked the name audio alchemy we were starting to um we were, we were using it and then we did some research and found that there was another company with the same name that created this, um, you know, physical gear. I don't, I didn't really see any issue there, but it was kind of one of those things of like, oh, I hope we don't really hope we don't have to change our name one day just due to some copyright or mm. you know, trademarking. And, uh, just a few months ago, I decided to like check out their website again and it had redirected to this new site, new branding, new everything. They don't even use the name anymore. Wow. So that was kind of an interesting synchronicity. Huh. Well, that might be exciting. Go purchase yeah. that. Yeah, totally. Um, so now I would love to, there's, there's a couple directions that I want to go with the conversation. One is talking about the experience that you shared with me for your retreat that just passed. Cause that was pretty mind blowing stuff. Uh, and the second is, um, the direction that you're, you're going to yep. head with the licensing. And so let's let's start think, with a little bit of story time from your retreat and, yeah. you know, take a few minutes to, to tell some of the stories of the synchronicities and the magic that was happening there, because that was that's yeah. amazing stuff. Yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll try to brush over that and not go too deep because I, I still I, I've still yet to kind of create a formal account of it. And that's something I'm going to do. I'm going to create a blog post that really digs into all the aspects of it but I can give you some uh, some clues and just kind of touch on some highlights here um, just due to the time constraint. But um, yeah, let's see. So I guess just to paint the picture, we, uh, so the retreat was on May 2nd through the 13th. So it's, uh, it's 10, 10 full days of retreat plus an arrival and departure day, right? So it's, it's a journey, it's a process. And we had, uh, what was our final number was like 65 or 64 or something like that. Um, so nearly 70, we had a few extra guests that weren't included in the number. So we'll just say there were 70 of us. Um, and these are just, these are budding music producers from all over the world of different degrees of, uh, advancement. And, you know, the kind of common theme is that we're all at least at a sort of intermediate level. Um, and so the first day of the retreat, we do this sunrise ceremony down, down on the ocean. And we eat, each day of the retreat deals with a different aspect of, of alchemy, which I'm not going to really get into what that is or what that means. But it's essentially just a system that allows us to work with and sort of conceptualize the elements and these some more, I guess you could call it spiritual aspects of existence. And it's a bit of a framework to understand these things and, and work with them. And um, so what we do with audio alchemy is kind of combine these 
uh, spiritual alchemical perspectives and and ideas with the process of making music. And so, uh, you know, as we're going through this retreat, we're, you know, just teaching people how to make really good music and inspiring people. And we're also including these kind of spiritual philosophies and um, transformative aspects, right? So day one, we have this beautiful sunrise ceremony with all 70 of us down at the ocean. And the each day has a theme that's focused around a different aspect of al alchemy. And the first day, the focus is on fire. And so we do this sunrise ceremony and, and all this stuff. And we're, we get into the day and we're giving the classes. Everybody's inspired. And then around lunchtime, we hear word that in a, a neighborhood called Leilani Estates, which is just a couple miles up the street, um, and a few of the retreat, I have lots of friends that live there. I had just given a talk, uh, audio alchemy presentation, kind of a keynote uh, at a, a friend of mine's house. He kind of does these like little TED talk things. We just did that uh, just a few days before the before the retreat in this neighborhood. So anyways, first day of the retreat, we get word that cracks were opening up in the streets in this neighborhood and in, in these various spots. Like there's just these little cracks starting to form. It one thing leads to another, it develops, and these these cracks turn into like pretty sizable cracks. And then by mid-afternoon, there's steam starting to come out of the cracks, and then by evening there's lava coming out of the cracks. And now like living and, on Hawaii, because you guys live on an you know, on a volcano, it's is that somewhat normal? Do you guys like is that yeah, just like okay, we get cracks in the streets, so we got some steam no, coming up. That's that's not normal. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, relatively, no, it's not normal. Now that said, there, this volcano, uh, Kilauea, has been flowing for decades, constantly, but very uh, in a very sort of controlled fashion. Um, and, you know, the, the last year's retreat, we actually did a, a hike out to where the lava was flowing out into the ocean, but it's just out in these lava fields and... Um, you know, it's not really, it hasn't, hasn't been a threat. So that's all of a nice sudden of, of Pele to actually bring the lava to you this year. Like oh, that saves you guys so much yeah. time so you can focus on your music. And yeah. And just to get this straight, then you've got, <laughs> you've got a retreat. You've got how many people on the Island that come for this. And then this is starting to happen. Yeah. That's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's the thing is that like, we all kind of had that moment of like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> what does that mean? Right. Um, so a few, a few on that first night, a couple of our retreat participants actually had to leave to go evacuate their homes because there was lava flowing right next to them. Um, so, so that was happening. Um, and then on the second day, we had a 6.9 earthquake um, that really kind of that got things shaken up. And, now, what was your element on the second day when the earthquake you, happened? Wa water. Yeah, and so can you feel a six point nine? Like, what? Oh, what yeah. does that feel like? Oh, it, it, okay. Just to put this into perspective, well, let me back up. Leading up to this, um, the the leading up to the retreat, the uh, caldera at the top of Volcanoes National Park, which is usually has like a small little lava pond in it, right? It had been constantly rising over the last like week leading up to the retreat to where it was this enormous lava lake. It was like a huge spectacle. People were coming from far and wide to check it out. Well, the the night before the you know retreat started, the lava lake deflated. It just went down, and then the question is, where start did the lava go? Okay, where is that going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it came out in Leilani, which is yeah, right. Yeah, um, and uh, so the second day was on was focused on water. Oh, oh, I, uh, quick side note: we had been getting these uh, tremors like 
on a, every 15 minute basis for like a week leading up to the retreat. Like I'd be laying in bed at my house and every 15 minutes, my bed would just kind of shake, you know, like that. Not, not anything huge, but like you could feel it if you were laying down. So there's all this, you know, this like wow. churning and activity, this bubblingness of, you know, life, <laughs> earth, right? And um, as the retreat started happening, there was all these really interesting synchronicities with what was happening in the natural environment that was coinciding with what we were talking about and teaching and experiencing as a group. And so, yeah, on that second day, we had like a, in the morning, we were uh, doing a, a live jam de demonstration. We're actually playing and composing a piece of music on the, on the fly. And we had like a 5.0 earthquake right in the middle of that, which was fun. And then um, at lunchtime, everybody had gone up to, to, uh, to eat lunch. And I was standing in the main lecture hall, this big, like, God, I want to say it's like a 5,000 square foot yoga studio with like a wood floor. And that 6.9 earthquake hit. And I literally, uh, I literally watched like one to two foot high waves flow through the the wood right like you could you, you could like the whole thing was kind of like this really fluid uh watery motion and i could watch these huge waves rippling through the the wood floor and i felt like i was standing in the middle of the ocean or something like i i could barely even stay standing and then wow. um, that lasted i don't know it was like 20 seconds or something it was a it was close it, yeah, it was intense so then uh and then the lava started pumping out in different places. And, and by that time, it was really starting to get going and, and it was starting to eat houses. And it was just really this crisis situation was starting to percolate. Huh. And, and the, while at the same time, the retreat was really starting to come into full swing and people were settling in. And there's just kind of this excitement of like, wow, this is really, really real right now. Um, there's this, you know, this lava is eating houses and homes and things right down the street uh so on the third day which was focused on air that's the day that the sulfur dioxide fumes started to work their way into the retreat center and you'd have these moments especially in the evening of just smelling this like rotten eggs sulfur smell and you'd kind of feel this itching or burning on the back of your throat at, at moments and it that's when it became real like okay we're at, there's actually a threat here like the lava is not coming but um or it's not necessarily gonna uh, devour us but the fumes of where the lava is you know eating things and and reclaiming forests is actually affecting us and yeah and, and so, that's when like the, like there's a reality of of some deadly deadly fumes coming too right like coming yeah that's what, yeah exactly yeah that's, like, yeah. that's, that's and, pretty and real that, yeah that was when it realized we realized like okay this is this is a real situation and at we need to be ready to evacuate at the drop of a hat because if the air quality goes sour, you know, we, it's a matter of time. Like we just have to go. So, um, anyways, this, this kept happening where every, every, uh, day of the retreat had a theme and there was things in the, in the natural world that were directly reflecting that theme in a very uncanny way. Um, as and a it participant, was, you got to start wondering, like, who the heck are these guys? Yeah, <laughs> like well, they're setting off the volcano. Like, <laughs> like that's some stage production you got going on there, Andy. That was high budget it stuff. Felt like that. Yeah, it very weird. much felt like that, and um, you know, it, it was 
it was it, the thing that was the most profound about it was that we were all having that experience together. It wasn't like I had a vision about something and an epiphany. And then I shared it with everybody. It was that we all, you know, felt these, these moments. And there was these kind of key moments, like um, what the first 4.5 earthquake, we were giving a talk and my partner, uh, Steve said the word earth at this exact moment that the the earthquake happened <laughs> and then after the big earthquake the power had gone out for about two hours and we were giving uh somebody was giving a, a talk um just analog we're all sitting around in a circle and he was talking about being an artist and blah 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 and then he says the word power at the exact Whoa. moment the power goes on and the fans all turn on and, and we all like looked at each other like are you kidding me this is insane like how is this happening right um and it just kept doing that one thing after the other and you know i don't i don't know what it means but you know we're there's just this situation where the the the, the life forces and elements were just very 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 much alive and it, it it had this effect that all of us in this all 70 of us in this retreat group that were you know having this experience together it's just undeniable that there, there's no accidents. These, these things, you know, the natural world is responding and, and interacting. And, um, you know, it's, it's can be easy to kind of feel like everything is just happening and there's, you know, there's no synchronicities and everything's an accident, but man, this was just, uh, one of those moments that you just can't deny it. You know, the, the, the environment was speaking. Right. Yeah. And, and even the people at Kalani, the people that are working there, like they recognized it as well. And it was like, we were all in, in this experience together. Um, it was wow. just extremely deep. It felt like a, a ceremony or something. Did you get so to this finish thing, the retreat? This... Like, did you actually get yeah, yeah. to complete it? So, so on the, on the f uh, fourth day, um, the Kalani office pulled us in and they were like, sorry, we, we got to, we're evacuating everybody. Like our whole staff, except for a few key, key people were evacuating. You guys need to leave by the morning. Like, it was basically like a 24 hour evacuation notice. So we had to find a new venue for 70 people, um, figure out how to get them there, pack everything up that day. And then the next morning we had to be out of there by like 9am. And, um, uh, wow. Hello, Steve. Uh, so, so it all worked out. It all worked out. We, we, we actually ended up, so the, the, the venue that we started the retreat at and did all the previous ones at is about a 20 minute drive from this new retreat center. Um, and they had happened to, so, so the retreats previously were like 25 people tops and we had basically reached a capacity at that old retreat, at that retreat center. Well, it turns out they had just created a bunch of new little cabins and things and they had room for us. And, and then, you know, all, everybody that didn't get a cabin got an air mattress in the, uh, in the main like lecture hall. So anyways, long story short, we ended up moving the whole retreat. And while everybody was moving the retreat, I went to my house and, and evacuated my home because we were living right down the street from wow. uh, where this was all happening, right? Wow. So what did you learn about community building during like that whole transition that you've got these 70 plus participants that are, you know, they pay good money to be there and everybody yeah. all of a sudden just has to uproot, move to a new retreat. Some of them might've went from having like a room to having to sleep, sleep on a floor pad. Like that's, yeah. that's some crazy shit. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was, well, you know, there's a, a sense of humility and, you know, you could tell there was maybe that one or two people that were a little bit, what's the word? I guess a little stubborn, you know, and that like, you can kind of tell that the people that, that flexed with the situation and flowed with it. And then, and then, you know, kind of came into their power and they're like, you know what, I can help facilitate this. We can, we can do this as a team. Everything just flowed and it worked. And then, you know, you could see that the people that, you know, were kind of wanting to get babied, they were having a really hard time and it's because they weren't stepping up. And so I, you know, for me, it was really clear that crisis creates community and it was, it was very revealing um, through this whole thing. Who, who was our team, right? Like who is on our team and who, who really, when, when shit hits the fan and it did in a big way, yeah. you know, who, who stepped up and who cowered out and just, you know, wanted to be taken care of the whole time rather than, you know, stepping in and, and being a responsible human being. Yeah. So through this, whole, through this whole ordeal, um, our team is together. Like it, it fortified us into a family in an extremely deep and profound way that you just can't, you can't manufacture that. Yeah. You know, it's like, it was, it was a, honestly, it was just a gift of the gods. It was a, you know, it was like something that happened that was out, way outside of our control yet totally perfect and totally in, in tune with everything that was, was going on. So, you know, so I guess getting back to the to the retreat experience, once we moved to the retreat venue, everybody had moved to the retreat and reset it up without me and Steve. You know, I was moving my house. Steve was dealing with his situation. And all the participants and a couple of our kind of key team members, um, uh, volunteers, they did it all themselves. And it was just like, wow, that's something magical, right? Um, I mean, just to show you the the ridiculousness of the synchronicities, each each day, like I said, corresponds to a different aspect of alchemy. Well, the day that we move the retreat is uh, uh, corresponds to an alchemy called fermentation, which is basically this process where something dies to be reborn again, right? Yeah, so transformation. Like when, you, when you create um, wine, right? You're taking, you're killing grapes, you're you're letting them rot. And then a new life is sort of being injected into them in the form of a ferment, which turns into the sweetness of wine, right? So that's the fermentation process. That's what happened on this day. On the day that wow. we it, we broke down the entire retreat and rebuilt it within a matter of 24 hours. Wow. And then that evening, we had did, we did our talk on fermentation, which was scheduled for that day. Did right? you get to a point when you started looking, okay, like I start seeing a pattern here. <laughs> What's tomorrow? Should we be worried? Let's yeah. make well, that's tomorrow's exactly theme about what billions that's and billions yeah. of dollars. It's our abundance day. <laughs> hey, we changed the things up. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. And, and then the next day um, after the retreat was set up, the theme was uh, distillation, which is this process of like how you make essential oils, right? You, you basically heat something with steam and the steam pulls, uh, you know, the essential oil out and then you, you get the oil. Well, wow. like psychologically speaking, that, that phase of the process has a lot to do with this sort of um, subtle agitation, kind of like a, like a fine sandpaper. Right. Yeah. And, and it's just like a further polishing. So that day there was just lots of agitation. And I was just like, feel, you know, you could just feel it in the air and, you know, people were settled, but it was, um, 
yeah, you could just kind of feel there was this uh, agitation that was kind of bringing up a lot of interpersonal stuff that was being dealt with in the moment. And then on the last day of the retreat, which is where, you know, it's this idea that everything comes together and you kind of, you, it's, it's the finished product. And I remember having this moment when Steve and I were on our way to that last day of the retreat from our house. So we were staying at our house um, during all of this. And uh, we realized like, okay, this is the day that we have to like take all this craziness that's happened. And we just need to like put it all together and distill it into something that is beautiful and harmonious. Um, and so that's what we did when we got to the retreat. That was our full morning talk. It was like, all right, you guys, let's take all this craziness and turn it into this festival, right? So we did this thing called Phoenix Festival on the last day, which was supposed to be a public a public event. We were going to have hundreds of people. We decided we had to shut it down because um, there was just craziness happening outside. We didn't want to invite all of that chaos in. So it ended up just being a private event, Phoenix Festival. Right? I mean, there you go, Phoenix rising from the ashes. And it was like, it was just so uncanny. There's lava destroying and destruction in the evening you could see the glow in the distance and you know then we're at the end of the retreat at this phoenix festival which is this bird that you know it's like rises from the, from its own ashes and it's just all these things kind of you know stacked up and That's all so together you know, story. now have you had much feedback from like it's been how long since the retreat now uh weeks? it's been no it's the retreat culminated um 12th or 13th of may so it's been about a month yeah yeah how are these people doing like that's quite are, the life-changing <clears throat> experience well they're all changed forever all of us every single one of us yeah you can't yeah you know, there's just there's no other option i'm not the same human that i was before and that's no doubt. Wow. you know it's just a simple thing it was just so many it, it reflected to me so much of my bullshit and how I get in my own way and just and how we get in the way of collaborating and, and working together and cooperating as humans. And, you know, it just showed how it kind of helped reveal the aspects of as humans, like, like what gets in the way of us actually having the world that we want to live in and actually having the relationships and interactions with others that we want to, to live within. And it was just uncanny. You, you could see it, like how these certain attitudes or behaviors would just sabotage goodness, right? Like we just, there's so many ways that we just fuck ourselves over subconsciously and this hey man, experience this is a live show careful this experience <laughs> well you know we're all humans we're we're you know it's like cuss on brother cuss on <laughs> yeah. oh we lost your audio andy provided everybody at the retreat with it no you're back oh. you're back can you hear me yeah so the retreat it provided an opportunity for us all as humans to to look at those aspects of ourselves which are destructive and, and self-sabotaging and uh -huh. you know keeping us from uh, working with others and, 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 and also just reaching our highest potential and that every, it's just, you know, it's like when you have an experience with somebody and it's like, did that really just happen? Yes. That really just happened. That's real. This is real. And it's like, you know, you can't wiggle out of it because it's so yeah. real. It's so, you know, in your face. Amazing. So, so yeah, the retreat culminated in it and it, um, you know, we only had like out of the whole group, there was like two people that bailed 
because of the lava um and they they lived locally so i'm not really sure you know it is what it is but for pretty much for the most part everybody like stayed put and they were in it to have the experience and they had the experience and they went home new people what a ride what an adventure what yeah. an adventure um so, so I, I could ask so many questions about just the retreat alone um and i realized we've only got a few more minutes yeah. Um, do yeah, you want to share could... a little bit about the direction that you're heading with yes. audio alchemy and the conversation you and I had last week? Yeah. Yeah. So through this whole experience, like I said, you know, this whole aspect of like having a lot of clarity around who, who we want to work with, who's on the team, because, you know, in crisis situations, people's truth comes out and there's certain people that, you know, there's certain people that we put on a pedestal that we had invited as, as like a, a guest to teach and facilitate. And, and some, you know, in some cases it ended up being more of a liability than anything else because these people wouldn't step up. They just, they, it was like this weird rock star ego thing. Right. And it was um, just quite interesting that, uh, it became very clear like who we want to work with and it was surprising right that these people that some people that we put on a pedestal now it was just like no the people we want to work with are these ones that show up when shit goes sour right when when things need to be dealt with they get dealt with because people are ready to deal with them and so it really showed us exactly who we want to invite to take all this to the next level and all those people through this experience there's this deep sort of commitment or or reverence towards what it is that we're doing and so what's the next level tell us so the next level is basically we're organizing a team of sound designers and, and musicians you know kind of handpicking the people that really showed up through this experience and inviting them to be you know on a production team so to speak to and, you know, all these people are already creating their own music. And so what we're going to do is cre we're creating structure around how music is created and released. And so basically the, the, the quick gist of it is um, on the kind of far end of it, we're creating a library of music, of our, of our music, music that we create as a, as a uh, community. And then that music is going to be available to license in different fashions, right? Whether you you know, want to like, you may or may not realize that like every time you kind of interface with music, you're dealing with a license, right? Like if you're listening to Spotify, you're paying for a license to listen to it, right? If you download a piece of music and you pay a dollar, you paid a dollar to have the license to download the music, right? Or if you use a piece of music in a YouTube video, it's like you need a license to, right? So the idea is that we're going to be creating this music that is inspired by these transformative experiences and that sort of carry the quality as best we can of, you know, our life experiences. And um, we're going to categorize it and classify it in as many ways as we possibly can. So the idea being that say somebody needs a piece of audio for a situation, like I need a, like an e-course, I need an, I need an like environment course. that sounds like this. And maybe it has this type of instrument or this type of mood. You can click these little filters and then, all the bits of audio awesome. that meet that category will be there. And then you say, okay, I want this for my project. You're, you'll click the thing and there'll be a set of licensing options based on what you're doing, right? So it's going to obviously, if you are a big corporation and you have hundreds of employees and you need the audio for a commercial, it's going to cost you 
a decent amount. But if you're just a course creator and you're just starting out, like, you know, it, everything's going to be scaled based on what it's being used for. Awesome. But the idea being is that we're going to be creating functional music, music that does things, that is a purpose that goes beyond just being, being nice to listen to. You know, as a producer creating all the content for for what we've been doing over the last few years that's a dream <laughs> yeah how <laughs> many times a, do you look for a song blair yeah you know and there's <laughs> only a few sites out there that are both easy to use and affordable um and so you know what you're what you're creating and with what you also know with like the needs of a of a startup e-course kind of entrepreneurial um you know small small beans type of company you know where we've where we've been growing from it's like that's that's a dream come true to have something that's easy to use um you know now i'm i'm a musician and producer of music as well so there there has been a bit of you know like the contemplation not being able to find the right media to yeah. uh take that time but then that takes a whole nother you know that's like another week yeah. of work <laughs> just um, to make a tune so it's been glorious to yeah to be able to find music that works and the hours that i've spent trying to find the right piece yeah. uh, you know yeah. yeah it's it's um you know and, and there's a lot of stock music sites out there and for the most part if anything that's really super affordable um is gonna sound pretty bad it it's gonna it's gonna, just gonna have a cheesiness and tackiness to it and it just doesn't sound professional right and like, that's what takes a lot of the time is yeah. filtering through like a thousand exactly. tracks trying to find the right one. And even then yeah. what I've done the majority of the time is take a track that I liked a part of it, but it wasn't long enough, a certain part. Um, and because of the engineering, you know, experience that I have, then I can kind of modify. Um, and that's something that I would love to be able to see. It's like how, ways to like, I like this piece of a song yeah. and I'd like, but I need it like, you know, instead of it being 20 seconds, I need it 40 seconds or, you know, yeah. like essentially the model that we're going with is like each piece of audio is going to be a song, right? It's yeah. going to be a song or an environmental aesthetic, right? A sort of mood or whatever, but each one is going to be kind of, it's going to have a start, a middle and an end. And then with, through that, we'll also create like the one minute version, the 30 second version. <clears throat> and then, um, I think we're also even going to make it so you can download the actual like stems, right? So like you'll have the the drum track, the bass track, you know, all the different mm -hmm. aspects or right. instruments that you'll actually have the individual bits for. So you could kind of remix it to or modify. Are you going to, to modify be, it if as needed. Will there be like, because not everyone has the experience, you know, that, that we have as, as music producers to be able to go in and, and, and be creative in that sense. Are you going to be with your, with this company coming up? Uh, have a custom option yeah we will but it's gonna be like super duper expensive okay yeah yeah right. yeah naturally so naturally yeah. so yeah i mean it takes time if it's not your time as an entrepreneur yeah. and you're asking someone else you, you gotta pay for that i love it yeah. dude yeah. this is such a good business it's yeah so yeah i mean i guess just to kind of give you an idea of like that's just one aspect of the business there's really there's sort of a it's a three uh it's like a triangle i guess there's three points right so there's licensing obviously which is sort of like how we release the music and i just want to say too this isn't the music that's going to be released generally in this industry you know you've got music that's released to listen to which is like popular music or whatever um 
And then there's music that's created for licensing situations and commercials. And it's called, that's called production music or library music. And there's usually a distinction between like library music tends to have a sort of, you can tell it's not really being created by professional musicians. It's more generally being created by musicians that don't have the chops to be just a professional It reminds me of elevator music. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) it's got a certain thing about it that it's like, you wouldn't listen to it on its own to listen to it it just doesn't it's just it's missing kind of the a little stuff special that the producers something. didn't really get to use for yeah. themselves and it's like exactly grade i'll just kind of license it over here make a little yeah. extra money so our our sort of rule of thumb is going to be if it's not worth listening to on its own it's not worth being in our library wow cool and that's basically you know the, gen- the rule of thumb so there's a licensing thing but then there's the education sort of realm of what we do, which is educating music producers and, you know, helping them create better music and also create a better relationship to their music and themselves and ultimately fortify a, um, a, a, yeah, a relationship with their craft that is rooted in, in these sort of fundamental, uh, aspects of, of nature and reality. And, you know, there's this philosophical tinge to it. I guess, or, or a lens through through which we look. Um, so there's the educational aspect, which is basically teaching people how to make this type of music. And then there's the tools, which is tools to help them make that music. And then the licensing is where they can actually put the music and get it out there. Hmm, so that's, amazing. you know, essentially the three bits. And um, so funny, yeah. Andy, how like our paths are so parallel with the, the business model we're developing where we're now starting to license our courses out to uh, LMS platforms. And then we're creating all of these new courses that educate teachers to teach better online. So there's the educational piece. Um, you guys are growing an online community. We're growing an online community. And uh, and then just like the tools, we're starting to build some amazing relationships with tech companies yep. to um, – recommend the right technology to the right course creator based on what they're looking for and so yeah yeah it's i i just love seeing how we're still spiraling together and obviously ecourse adventures is going to be a, a partner and um as you get the the tracks done now do you have any idea any hint of idea on a timeline when can we purchase our first package of tracks oh i have no idea um, we're, I mean, we're going to launch, we're going to get some music up as soon as possible just to kind of get like a proof of concept. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've got some music that's ready to go. Um, can you guys play that clip that I sent you? Oh yeah. Right. Let me see here. Yeah. We'll just stall for a second. Now, how are you doing for time, Andy? Because we're, we're, I've got a couple, I've limit. got a couple minutes. It, I can answer a question while you bring the clip yeah, up. Steve Baker's you can even, you can asking, even show are you the opening lava. it up to, uh, producers yeah. to submit so, their stuff? So here's the thing. Audio alchemy is a, this is what came really clear through this whole experience um, of the retreat is that, you know, what audio alchemy is, is it's a family business. And what that means is that it's everybody that's part of it is family in a very, very deep way. And it's not, it's not closed, but it's also not just open in that sense. Like really the sort of workflow is that like somebody would come in through our educational material or maybe our tools and they would start to put those to use and then will we notice who 
who is really good and who's kind of sharing the same sort of philosophies and approaches that we are and who's really doing the work in the way that we set out to do it and those types of people are the ones that we're going to invite on um to be our official artists but um it's not going to be like an open platform like you know where anybody can just upload their music right but anybody can participate in audio alchemy um through the through the lens of being a student okay um but there's a certain um yeah, there's a certain vetting process that, you know, we're only going to invite people to be an official kind of published artist that we feel really embodies uh, what we're all about. Cool. So, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's key. Like we, we recognize that too on our end, just, we're not going to want to bring on just anybody. And we've now, we've, we've tried a few times, different people working at, you know, different creative people just to help us with, and it, you know, it, 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 it's an energetic, right? Yeah. When you're working yeah. with them and we're at a point now with um, starting to seek out investment capital to help us move to the next step too. Yeah. And, and that's even a big part that we've been discussing. Cause Around and who we want to invest. In yeah. That was one, like, a big, a big lesson that your mentor yeah. uh, in this business thing that you're doing. It's not just people giving money. It's people offering mentorship and experience yeah. and energetic support. Big part of the um, team. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really important. Same with our model with the e-course adventures, whereas like companies like Udemy, they'll let anybody who wants to build a course put their course up on the platform. Yeah. With but when we launch the e-course adventures platform, I mean, we're going for quality over quantity. Yeah. We'd rather have two hundred unbelievable it's, courses on the platform cu- rather than cu- twenty curation. Yeah, curation is the key. There's we're saturated with, you know, like ha- like we're saturated with mediocre stuff yeah right and and it's really 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 hard to find to separate the wheat from the chaff right unless somebody is doing it for you and that's yeah. really what audio alchemy is going to be all about is a, a very highly curated um functional and beautiful music now so Andy, on that so note, I've got, just before i what's up i've got i've got this here uh what, what clip did you want me to, to play yes well ideally what we could do is maybe just show the retreat group image sure real quick. so i'm just going to share my screen here and this is the the group you guys can yeah. see that so it's most of it anyways there's there's a quite a few people missing but this was on the last day uh right before wow. we started the festival um and we had an all-night festival that we all played music for each other um, so that's our that's our crew at our second venue um awesome. and it's just it's just so deep the, the the level of connection and community that was forged through this whole thing um where, Wait, actually, where this are you? I'm in the middle with the hat and the tank. Yeah, yep. got it. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's that. Um, why don't Sweet. we do? So can you can you play the clip? This is a. So this is a. Which, uh, which one? The MP4 or the wave? The wave. So this is a clip of of uh, music, of an album that's just about to be released. That Thanks. um my my business partner has been working on for years. Uh, this is a collaboration between him and another guy. And this is going to be like our first kind of official, re- you know, one of the first releases. Okay. So and this is just a quick clip that right, just to kind of give you an idea of like the quality works. and aesthetic. Uh, it's, 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 no, not working. It's not working. You can't hear it? You, no, you got to feed it through audio signal somehow it's just coming it's just like coming through your mic from the computer speakers okay because i've got it 
I have a desktop audio feed. Um, yeah, that's not working. Not working. Okay. All right. That's something that we'll have to figure out because I thought that would come through the same feed that you're coming through. Um, uh, what about uh, the video? Will the video work? Share, you gotta, you gotta press a specific setting. Or here, you know what? Audio. I think I can do it. Here. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me see. Do here, why it. Don't, why don't you play play the play the other video? It doesn't need audio. It's just. It's just uh, some foot footage of the lava flow, just to give you an idea of like what is happening right okay. next to me, right, Rick, right, right now. Cool. Yeah. Let's do that. This is what's happening. This is Andy's world. Turn that down. See if that's beautiful. Whoops. I wish we could have the music to it. Let's see. You bring the music, Andy. We got yeah. the video. Here, if you if you just pause it for a sec, I'll get this music going. Oh, right. man. I see some spewing lava there. This is exciting. Right. Come on, everybody. Sorry. It's going to just take me one second. That's part, that's part right. of our package. We're just, you know, flying by the seat of our pants. Did anyone from last week actually figure that no, out? No, we should probably Google search <laughs> flying by the seat of my pants. Yeah, it's an interesting comment. So, can you? Can we? Did you get it? Almost, almost, almost. Here we go. All right. Can you guys hear me? We can still hear you. What about? There we go. Okay. Let's Ready? Do this. All right, play. All right, play. Nice. It's working. Get a couple techies to figure this out. Just a but, sample of the quality of, of like nice that's, kind that's of stock the benchmark. music. Yep. Awesome. So I got a I got a jet, you guys. I uh I have a, a um an appointment in like ten minutes. So I'll All right. talk to you guys soon. Andy Thank Freeze, where can people find out more info about your retreats, your music? Audio audioalchemy.io. Yo, cool Beautiful. information up there that people can just watch. Awesome, dude. Thanks so much, brother, right. for coming out, sharing sharing the story. We look forward to having you back on the show in the future with 
you know more about what's going on in, in yeah. the world and what we've done in the past too it'd be fun all right talk soon take care buddy all happy right. marriage thank you yeah see you don't later. know why i'm yelling the mic's right in front of my mouth <laughs> <laughs> but he's in hawaii yeah good luck what a lucky guy oh man well well you know <laughs> if you don't mind living down the road from pele yeah from lava yeah, Holy she's moly. uh she's quite the unpredictable neighbor Cool. Yeah. So well, that was fun. Yeah. Andy Freeze. See, he Andy still Freeze. exists, and we're still friends. Just for any of you that were wondering. <laughs> um. So, what do you say we jump into the next segment of the show, which is the "How did you do that?" Dun, section. Dun, 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 so we're gonna play a little media. This is gonna be a regular segment of our show. So if you're going through one of our courses, um, whether the Great E-Course Adventure, the Art of E-Course Creation or green screen magic or any of the future courses we create. And you're like, how did you do that part or that scene? Um, We'd love to try to do our best to break it down for you. Yeah. Um, I mean, my intention is to actually open up the whole premiere profile and show you stuff. I haven't quite figured that part out to share it in, in this format. Um, A big part actually that, that kind of made me think of was the fact that I needed to I mean, the great e-course adventure, just to put in perspective, was close to 500 gigabytes of data, uh, all of our all of our video, and we were sh- we weren't even shooting in full HD. It was yeah. 720 just to keep our file sizes down because hard drives are expensive, and that just want that brought me to a whole point of actually <laughs> wanting just to quickly chat about is when you're starting to create these courses, and you're you're creating you know, video and you want high quality, it starts to add up. And I mean, I could probably go back and trim certain files, but I didn't want to necessarily delete something that might have been useful. So, so yeah, so that's a big part of just being, you know, from as an entrepreneur and and an e-course creator is recognizing that you need, you know, some good hard drives to hold this all. And something I wanted to just put a shout out is, is a raid it's called a raid drive and that's something i use so back back home where i have this stuff stored um at my home studio right now is um i've got this big hard drive that has five hard drives all synced up and if one of them ever decided to go because it is a mechanical you know they're mechanical parts and things are spinning and we all might have had this experience at some point that your hard drive just decides to die and if you have all of your stuff on that hard drive and it's gone, it's, it's gone. And you might've just spent months, you know, maybe even a, a year or two even preparing and everything. And if it's all on that one spot and it goes, you know, you might have to start from scratch. And that's something I really want to bring up at this point is I know, cause it was a reminder this morning is that I wanted to bring, I mean, to, to open that up, I would have had to actually bring the whole hard drive over to the studio here and, and it was just like, oh, yeah, like I just wanted to quickly touch on that. Yeah, because, you know, we've had scares before and it story. sucks. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, the, the, the saying kind of goes is that if you only have your your stuff on one in one place, then you're you're it's not important. You know, whether that's your your music, your photos, your family photos, uh, your e-course, if it's only in one place, you never know what might happen. You know, you might have a volcano next door erupt and and take out your home and that's the other thing you might like that's you know if that's the case here we would be screwed still because i don't even have my our stuff up stored in the cloud so to speak 
um, or in a waterproof, fireproof, lava-proof safe or something. I don't know, right? <laughs> so if it's really safe. important, consider, you know, really consider this stuff. Yeah. So now Blair moved to Salt Spring Island, the island that we live on here, to get into farming and getting back to the, the earth. But now he's wanting to create data farms for all of our all of our memory that we have. So it's a different type of farming. It's a different. Yeah. That, we'll yeah. talk about that at render farming. Render farming. That's what it is. Sorry. I'm, yeah. But we'll, we won't talk about that. I'm now. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so how did you do stuff. that? We had a request last week from uh, Stavito in the community, and he wanted to know how did we do the floating head wizard scene in Architect's Forest in the Great E-Course Adventure? Architect Forest is our fourth out of 14 checkpoints in that particular thing. So we're going to play a little clip, and then we'll talk about it, how we did it. Cool. So I'll just share my screen here. The fanciness. All right. So... This here is checkpoint 4.2, deciding your what. So we're actually here helping our eCourse creators going through the great eCourse adventure to get clear on what you're actually doing. That's a big part of, yeah. of you know, building an eCourse. Because, you know, we all have this idea sometimes of how amazing our eCourse and we have something to share. But unless we're really clear, yeah, um, it can, you know, the whole process can get pretty foggy. And so yeah. this is what we wanted to bring through as you know, as we were exercising this idea of themification and illustrating through visual w the whole process. And yep. that's what the whole great e-course adventure does. And most people start with a huge, grandiose vision of like, I'm going to share all of this. And, and there's a refinement process that we help people do, which is to break it all down into steps. So this is the So this was a lot of what. fun. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Uh, we'll show in just a second. I'll just... I'll, I'll just kind of give a little bit more background here yeah. to what we've done. Um, as you can see, we have um, Brad and Mr. Andy Fries, um here going into the forest. We look so young. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and the idea was that the mist is coming in and they get lost. So here, I'll play it and then we'll chat about it. Oh, I don't know if they'll hear sound. We just went through that. Oh, no. We'll see. Hold on. Let's see if it played. This is a spooky place. No. Yeah, it's working. Man, the fog is getting so thick, everybody. I think uh, we should all just get close with your buddy and make sure you stick together. Yep. Let's uh, stay close. Guys? This is scary. <laughs> so before the wizard comes in here, you can. What was a lot of fun was was creating this fog element around and then losing them in the depths of the forest. So there was a lot going on here. Um, you know, we had the original green screen. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna come back and bring us back on here. I can't believe you're holding everybody in suspense I right know, before right? the wizard comes. Before the wizard, but great. But find out next week the rest of no, this video. No, we'll get to we the video. It. But what, what's really <laughs> cool about this was, um, you know, you would if you were to do something similar to this, it was just Brad and Andy in front of the green screen. I pointed at the green screen because that's what's actually behind us right now. Um, no, it's not. No, no. <laughs> and then so they're in front of the green screen just walking forward and i slowly fade that out and bring these other layers so we had some fog layers green screen based fog layers and i bring that a little 
thicker and start adding them in front so they would lose the the audio if you noticed started sounding distant so i'd fade the audio down and increase what's called reverb is that sound if you're distant away you can your ear can tell that they're further away because it the sound of the voice is is just further so i would kind of add that element and just start thinking what are all the senses of the viewer and see if i can engage each one yeah. in that now the the fog that you got there that was just like free youtube footage that somebody would put up like fog green screen effect for free yeah totally and just use and that. that's that's something that i'm still trying to find is how we can find more layers of of this green screen stuff um so that's what we did and then we had the wizard starts coming in <laughs> <laughs> you can hear the Hello background there. sound there. Oh, the fear ravens. not, fear not. I am the spirit of Architect Forest. Yes, don't run, don't run. For the only way to get through this forest is with me. Any and all people that have run from this point have never been found. And oh, dear. So it's pretty ominous, uh, and the idea here was to let our viewers or our, our students going through the course get that feeling of, right, we need to find clarity to get through, and this is what the wizard teaches. This was one of our first main characters. And the fog was the metaphor here, right? Like when you start out building a course, you're kind of in the fog. Um, you know, there's a lot of potential directions you could take it. But it's, it's still foggy, and as you go through Architect Forest here, the wizard helps the fog clear in your mind by guiding you through a series of, of exercises that really help the fog to lift so that you can see exactly what you're here to create in the order that you're going to do it. And Totally. Yeah, yeah, which is a lot of fun. And um, the way we did that was essentially we had a green piece of fabric that we wrapped around Brad in the chair. So... It, Therefore, his body would disappear, and it was just his his head with a hat. He was wearing. Let's see. I'll bring it back here. And uh, so he's wearing, you know, like the wizard hat, uh, a wig, and the funny thing that we tried. <laughs> I still laugh to this day. Is he had this brilliant idea that he would get some flour, like some wheat flour. Yeah and add some water and paste it all around his beard it was one of the silliest you know ideas and uh it looks good in in the first video but you know it was several hours of filming and the further into the recording process it just like started chunking away as it hardened and falling off in mid-clip yeah. so yeah not a good idea don't use don't use flour with water to make your beard white so yeah so here just looking at this clip um there's so many layers being played out at this point uh, there's you can still see a little bit of the original background of the trees um, in the background uh, we also have then probably two or three layers of this fog that is behind the wizard to create that element and then there's layers of fog in front of the wizard at this point so it feels like the viewer is having um is in the middle of the fog as well uh you can hear in the background i'll play again just a little bit some some wind sounds of, of a kind of a haunted old forest 
um, and then the the ravens and the crows in the background, yeah. giving this that feeling. And we added some reverb to the wizard's voice. And the fun thing that we did is we actually there was an, a setting I think just in Premiere Pro to lower the pitch yeah. of the audio. So we actually lowered the pitch of Brad's voice because you can hear Brad's voice right now. It sounds just like me. It just sounds like me. Have never found their way to launch Summit. <laughs> the fog that you see here is just a reflection of the fog that's within your mind. So this is, yeah, creating that feeling. And so we had a few lessons where the wizard then teaches the lessons yep. of how to go through. Um, it was a lot of fun and it was also a real learning experience for us because this was one of the first times that I was presented as a producer using the green screen, which was a new medium for me, how to create this element of, of no body. It was just a floating head, Brad's idea. And, um, it seemed like an easy idea, right? You, know, you just get the head to space. float, Blair. And that was the fun thing is like getting a really cool idea and that's just going with it. Yeah. And as we, um, as we went with that, you know, the idea to, to produce more characters, you know, it was, uh, yeah, it was just kind of one of those things. And our characters got, you know, more advanced as we went and, uh, and just kind of continue to grow on the skills. So this was a big thing for, for us and just for me as a producer. So I wanted to share that part with, uh, with you guys about that. And, um, if anyone has any questions, Please, uh, please ask away in the feed here, and uh, that will be part of what we're going to try to do as we hear. Um, and uh, Bradley, what happened to you? Here he comes. So I'm back. We have. We're just still settling into the house. We have plumbers and maintenance people <laughs> and doing their thing. Doing our thing. Yeah. yeah. So here we are. Yes. That's reality. See this like reality TV. That's just reality Re real TV. stuff happens. Yeah, so that's pretty much how we did that scene. Um, and then as you go through the course, you'll see the flower slowly flaking off of Brad's beard. <laughs> yeah. But what's beautiful is like the higher up the mountain you go, for, for all of you people that are in the great e-course adventure or uh, considering it or, or have been up to launch Summon back, is the higher up the crazier our ideas got because we started to see like what was possible and then we were just like oh yeah let's get a floating head oh yeah let's like you know do a shamanic ceremony with a shaman and like go on a psychedelic journey as we start to themify our course and that was actually when we came up with the whole themification thing and so every checkpoint you get to in the adventure just stretches the imagination of what we could conceive at the time and and so it's really it's quite amazing and that's why we made green screen magic is because all of the idea all of the things Blair's talking about with the sound and the lighting and layering in different backgrounds and effects like that's what we're teaching in green screen magic so yeah. that you can do the same sort of world it's creation. not just using a camera and a green screen yeah to create the magic um so that's what we try to teach it's all about the concepts of how many layers are required that are in, you know, in this shot, there's all the video layers, the fog, the elements of the, the right background, the wizard himself. But then there's also the audio, which plays a big role. Yeah. The more that we can engage our students through their full sensory capacity, 
the more we're engaging the fullness of their brain. So therefore, the learning experience is so much um, deeper. And that's the beauty of looking at a lot of the older teaching uh, modalities, so to speak, like storytelling is a huge part. And so this is just kind of a modern form of storytelling. Remember how engaging a PowerPoint used to be like 10 years ago? Right. It's like, wow, they're using a PowerPoint. I can see words on the screen that are matching (laughs) what they're talking about. And it's funny because we're doing this pitch deck thing for the business plan. And it's basically just, you know, a 12 slide pitch deck or PowerPoint presentation. I'm I'm like, the part of me is resisting even doing it that way because it just seems so lame compared to what we know we could create. But this is what the investors want to see. So this is what we'll give them. But there's there's so much more that we can do and yeah as Blair said this is just a a more modern way to tell stories and teach people new skills and if we can keep them captivated and engaged in the story long enough then there's a good chance that their lives can transform and that's the name of the game here folks the name of the game yeah (laughs) so so that's what we're going to try to do um in this show e-course adventures live i'm really excited that we are doing this brad this feels like episode one last week was like just almost here yeah it was episode zero zero and the one before that was episode negative one negative one yeah yeah they're more the runways to get here yeah and that's and again just coming back to the whole philosophy of just creating always be creating as an entrepreneur doing this sort of work and where'd you come up with those abcs of being an entrepreneur a wise man once told me <laughs> wow yeah i'd like to meet that guy yeah <laughs> you know and um it was bradley <laughs> yeah and that's it's that's really stuck with me and even just kind of putting this show out it wasn't completely done per se on from my perspective of what i wanted it was still a, you know there's some glitches but we're still doing it. Um, it was done enough for me, which is why enough. this marriage works here, is because <laughs> Blair's like, it has to be better. And I'm like, it's fantastic enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, let us know um, how this was for you. If there was any glitches on your end, we're definitely still interested to make this um, the smoothest, you know, yeah. show possible and we're going to come up with regular segments like the how did you do that so if there's something that we've created that you want to know how did you do that then we'll include that in next week's show so just shoot us an email um and, and I don't will forget to subscribe definitely subscribe we're gonna so actually have a new channel soon right now we're using brad's channel personal yeah. channel because we didn't have enough time to do that for ecourse adventures but we're gonna have a new channel so we'll shoot you guys all a link um next week and then subscribe to that channel because then i'll let you know when the show is happening i think we're going to change we're going to change the time and date a little bit yeah which we'll send out an email with those details once we've concretized totally and a big part is also like are we doing this every week every other week we're still trying to figure that out because a big part is just how does this properly flow for us yeah um into the business model that we're we're creating for ourselves and the lifestyles that we want to create like the lifestyle is such a big piece and um for everything that we're doing yeah so that's that's been a big conversation and as we go we'll we'll definitely update you more and that's something for all of you as you develop your business plan as you start to map out what it is that you're trying to do uh lifestyle first folks like that's that's the name of the game is you're creating a business so that it supports your lifestyle but create the lifestyle and then figure out what business can support that And build the business around the chosen lifestyle. And trust me, like you don't need to make 
bazillions of dollars before you start living your most ideal lifestyle. If you wanted to start living it now, if you're not currently, it's going to take some lifestyle changes and choices to actually match what it is that you want based on all the things that are out of alignment right now. But it's a simple choice, you know, make a list of how you're living your life right now on a scale of one to 10, all of the things that you're investing time in, how many of them are a part of your dream life and how many are not? And how many other things do you wish were a part of your day-to-day life that you could start to integrate into your life? And for some of you, it might mean changing everything. And for some of you, it might just be adding a little flavor of awesome every day. Just a little bit. Just like add that extra spice of awesome into the day-to-day life. And all of a sudden, your life will be exactly what you want it to be. And for us, you know, doing what we're doing here with the show, with the courses we're building, uh, it's this is definitely a big part of the dream life. And so... You can do it too. So do it. Do it. Do it. Totally. Um, and real quick, just on the the business side of things, creating your business model. Um, this is this has been something that's been evolving for the two and a half years that we've been doing the Great E Course Adventure. Uh, back when we first got started, you know, the, it was a one-off course, and now it's a membership of thirty-five dollars a month. So there's one stream of income that we have is the monthly recurring revenue from membership sales we're we're at about 300 and something people now 350 ish um about 200 of those ish are grandfathered in as lifetime members um then on top of that we have coaching and consulting so that's another layer of um of our business model that we've been doing since the get-go is just coaching people and helping them and uh now that we're becoming established as leaders in the the space of experience design and production. Uh, We're definitely able to charge a lot more money than we were when we first started out. And so another layer that's coming into fruition uh, over the summer months is going to be our e-course adventures uh, network and marketplace where students who launch their courses through the great e-course adventure can upload and, and publish their courses and also, it's going to be a social network for people that really want to spearhead the new paradigm of online education and push the boundaries with us, where we can all learn and grow from each other, where we can all share the technology that we're discovering, where we can um, prototype different course ideas or video ideas and really just create a supportive environment for people to play or a sandbox, so to speak. Nice. And we're actually going to charge money for that. That's going to be approximately seven ninety nine a month. That'll give you access to all of the courses all of the communities that'll give you access to these live experiences that we're doing um, and much, much more. So that's going to be built this summer and launching in September, fingers crossed. Um, And then, so that's another layer of our business model that we're just starting to build now. The other is selling our one-off courses. So for you, you're doing the same thing. You're starting to build courses. So we've got Green Screen Magic at 97. We've got The Art of E-Course Creation, which is a $37 course. We're just diving in this week to start Workbook Heroes, which will teach you to make interactive, super sexy workbooks to go with your courses. That's going to be super fun. Blair came up with the name. Uh, and that, so that's another layer of the business model. Uh, and the next layer is licensing our courses. This is a brand new layer. We're setting up our first licensing partnership this freaking week. Tomorrow's the day for the conversation. This is a very exciting piece because 
The LMS companies, learning management software companies that host e-course creators courses, they need great courses in their platform that showcase what a great course looks like and teaches their students how to make great courses. We're that company, so we're going to be uploading our stuff to a bunch of different LMS companies and helping their students get the results that that company really wants for them. Um, so that's another layer of our business, and we've got multiple layers um, for that one branch that we can get into another day. Uh, and then I'm just going to dig into this a little bit more. Affiliate partnerships for us uh, are a great way for us to make a little bit of money, but that little bit adds up when we have a lot of people. So when we recommend a green screen kit and green screen magic, we get a little piece of the pie because we had to source the company that gives people the exact specifications that you want for your green screen kit. Um, you know, things like Premiere Pro, if you use them through our links, we get a little bit of money. Uh, if you use some of the software that were recommended, like the LMS companies, we get a little bit of money. All of that adds up. Um, and at the same time, you don't have to go with those companies, obviously. It's just a choice and knowing that you're supporting us to fulfill our mission anytime you purchase through the links that we're, that we're putting there. Most of the links, not all of them. Um, and we're also just uh, co-producing our first course with another creator, Chris Gilmore from The Great E-Course Adventure. Uh, big shout out to you, brother. We're really excited. We're helping Chris with his Survive the Storm course, which is essentially going to be a week-long, extremely immersive adventure in surviving one of these superstorms that might hit your area. And the way that we're piecing this course together is going to be so freaking cool for anybody that wants to learn how to prepare for a mega storm, uh, go through the eye of the storm, and come out the other end uh, as somebody who could really serve the people in your neighborhood. We'll definitely be bringing Chris on for a show very soon once we have a few more details flushed out that we actually have something to showcase. Um, and so that's another piece that with certain partners, we split the profits as they come in. Um, so for all of you out there, like I would love for all of you, and if you're in the, the eCourse Adventures community or the great eCourse Adventure already, um, make a post about your business model and come up with at least three ways that your company is making money with the prices that you'll charge for those services and products. Um, and if you have more than three, great. When I was in my mentorship program, the mentors, because a lot of the companies were startups where we've been in this for two and a half years with the great e-course adventure and then another year and a half before that with the e-course blueprint. So our business model is pretty refined. And so the mentors were like, you have way too many ways to make money. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> this, 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 and this are actually already generating revenue. And these are the two that we're starting to integrate in. So if you only have like, you know, if three is a good number that you have three different ways that you can bring money in for your company. So write your business model, post in the community. Uh, we would love to see. And for all of you that aren't in the great e-course adventure, give it a try. It's, it's free for your first 14 days. Free. Check like, it out. You, you can't go wrong. You get to see how we do these crazy e-courses. And we're going to teach you to make really amazing e-courses for your students that are um, – way more exciting than just a PowerPoint and a PDF slapped together. So totally. And a big part of the community, uh, if you're new to this idea is, you know, it's all about working together and yeah. finding those teammates that will, you know, and, and chances are they might already be there looking for you because you'll have your own unique skills. And just like Brad and I working together with Andy, you know, what we've been able to create because of that working totally. together is something that none of us could have created on our own. Yeah. Um, and even just with Andy, you know, things that he shared with us off the call earlier was just how grateful he is with the team members 
that he has yeah coming on board to create all that and if so, you don't have if you're like well i don't have any team members or nobody i know is into the same thing as me well that's <laughs> what the community's for like we've got people that are they're uploading their scripts for their videos and people are giving like amazing feedback on those yeah, scripts so for special. your videos or if you like post your first video people are going to come and be like well the audio wasn't that great or i loved this part but i think if you added in some background music it would be that much better yeah what's really awesome is that it, like because you know some people might say well you've got facebook for that but you know when we're creating something so we're in such a vulnerable state right yeah. and you don't want facebook owning your e-course content <laughs> like totally and that's a big thing licensing and and we don't recognize that most of the time but when you post something to facebook it's it's theirs it's theirs they so, actually own that yeah um, that's and facebook is a sea of distraction i mean like yeah. to actually have focused productive work in Facebook, you all know. I mean, totally. I quit Facebook at the beginning of this year, and I feel like a free man. I'm actually <laughs> regrowing my brain cells as I talk right now because I'm not on Facebook, and it's no longer connected to my phone. It's no longer on my computer. Yeah. It's the best. <laughs> and so having a community of like-minded entrepreneurial you know, creatives that are all working together, and so when we share something, we actually there's a, a level of safety yeah. That allows us to like knowing that I'm going to let this unique creation of mine be shown and, and it might not be perfect yet, but I know the people who will receive it are, are really kind. They're, it's going to be really good feedback. Um, you know, it's not going to be necessarily soft and poofy either because they know that you're, you're trying to grow and do your best work, do your best. So we're yeah. all going to kind of hold ourselves up to that so everyone that i've seen so far that shares and and the responses it's phenomenal we're all lifting each other up yeah so come check it out it's pretty rad and i just want to give a shout out to one of our newest newest members carmine she's doing how to brand yourself like a boss and carmine mm -hmm. just got um she just gradu graduated from jackson state university with a bachelor wow. in computer science and now she's ready to rock her entrepreneurial path so carmine welcome, welcome to the mountain you came to the right place at the right time in your life we're stoked to support you to launch summit many times we would love to hear her story and what she's doing it's pretty cool Let's she's get her on she's got it in her intro here so nice. we will invite her on for a little little conversation here Sweet. i guess we just did our first commercial this show has been brought to you by the great e-course adventure create the greatest e-course you can possibly <laughs> imagine uh, nice yeah that works and if you want to know how to how to do all sorts of fun green screen tricks just go to greenscreenmagic.com and we will show you the way totally yeah lots going on this has been a fun show blair you did a heck of a good job producing it Thanks, i'm proud blair. of you i'm grateful for you and all y'all out there, let us know what you thought. Let us know what you want. If there's any other segments that uh, would support you or teach you, or uh, if you got any guest recommendations, we're, we're wide open. We're making this up as we go. Or flying by the seat of the pants, as they say, which is, I just looked it up. This is early aviation parlance. Aircraft initially had few nav navigation aids and flying was accomplished by means of the pilot's judgment. The term emerged in the 1930s and was first widely used in reports of Douglas Corgan's flight from the USA to Ireland in 1938. Fly now by the seat you of one's know. pants. Yeah. Wow. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm glad we found that out. Yeah, I feel Next better. week, we'll, at, we'll figure out why they say, can I pick your brain? Because I'm curious to know where that came from. It's sort of gross. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming to so much, the official first episode of E-Course Adventures Live. See you soon. Adios. Bye. How do we shut this thing off now? <laughs> like this.